Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we converse about it. And uh, I'm Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by my friend. Hey, Jenny. how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So great. Good. That's good. Awesome. Uh, yeah. How Just are trying you, to get man? this thing uh, uh, going. I'm good. I'm good. Just trying to get it going. Oh, listener, I'm sorry for Jeremy's behavior. Um, we were experiencing what? some delay last week on Jeremy's end. And uh, there's some delay on my end. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. This is going great. Uh, you know, we're just giddy because uh, we're we're at the end of a season here of Parks and Recreation. Season four, episode 22. Win, lose or draw, which is a you know, game show, but also the title of this episode. Uh, very personal with Louis moment. Anderson. I think it was with Louis Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. He was also on um, Family Feud for a while. Mm-hmm. Before Steve Harvey. So. Yeah. And if I, you know, if there is a guy who is made for Family Feud, it's Steve Harvey. He's so good at it. Yeah, because people give the worst answers. And he's yeah. like, I suffer, not these people. <laughs> I suffer for you, America, for these <laughs> dumb people. <laughs> oh, man, they're so dumb. The, 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 my favorite is when somebody gives the exact answer that the person before them just said. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's like, no, did you not just hear this? That's fun. <laughs> so. Especially when it goes over to the other team and they give <laughs> one of the answers from before. <laughs> yeah. Good job, oh, guys. They're anyway, fun. So. We're talking about this show. We're talking about Park, parks, parks and, and recreation. Rec. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And uh, the this episode is the you know final day. They're voting, and it's all come down to this. The whole season has been leading to this moment, and it, it starts off with the cold open, with the elections official talking about how things will progress um, in the event of a tie. The vote, the win goes to the man and the woman goes to prison. <laughs> and Leslie mm-hmm. challenges that. And he's like, I don't think it'll hold up in court, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, and uh, and then they Ben also points out that the voting machines seem a little a little uh, biased, because if you vote for Bobby, you get candy. But if you vote for Leslie, it asks you, are you sure? <laughs> and then. You just commit to it, and then it makes a, a crying baby noise. So <laughs> it's pretty, pretty good stuff right there. And Jen is like, I don't see what the problem is. So yeah, Jen, I feel like we could probably use more of those in the world. Actually, um, for some people, voting certain machines. things like, are you, no, no, no. Just like, are you, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, like voting though. I would not be opposed to it. Uh, <laughs> I would like people to have to really think about it. Sure I was just talking about this? like those, those soda machines where it's like, are you sure you want to mix uh, Dr. Pepper with lemonade? Are you sure? I don't know. Did that happen to you? Just, no, I'm just saying like, I just think maybe people could use a hand every once in a while, <laughs> like with their life choices. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Now that you mention it, you know what I love is those, uh, the soda machines with like the touchscreen the Coca-Cola ones mm-hmm. where you can yeah. really go for it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like if something came up, it's like, Ooh, are you sure you want to, you want to add that cherry limeade to mm-hmm. 
I'm with you so far. Yeah, why not? I like cherry. I like lime. With the vanilla Fanta. <laughs> oh, and and iced vanilla tea? Fanta? No, I don't I don't know. Speaking oh, stuff. Be so up. gross. I hate I hate vanilla Coke and vanilla anything with extra vanilla in it. It's like, no. That was wrong. Why'd you do that? You know you know it's good. Cream soda, Dr. Pepper. Have you had one of those? No. Is that a real yeah, thing? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. It is a real thing. It's Can I delicious. Can go to the store and acquire it? I, I think so. Oh, well. My, fa- my father-in-law had it, so if not, you can talk to Bill. All right. Well, uh, listener, thanks for downloading this episode of Parks and Conversation, and <laughs> I am going to go to UFC real quick. So, All right. I'll, I'll uh, tell people what happened. So right. there was a vote, <laughs> and somebody won. No. Yes. Somebody won. Somebody tied. There was a front runner that surprised everybody. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. So this episode is, you know, we try to break up into A plot, B plot, C plot often, but this episode has a lot of things going on and it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be hard to really get too uh, plot specific because it all kind of overlaps. Yeah. The, the only, the only one that was kind of outside of the main storyline would be uh, Andy and um april april yes andy and april and donna for a minute um so let's just talk about them real quick because everybody's getting ready for the party and for some reason april is uh doing some kind of office work and she called andy uh in a panic and andy comes and set and into the parks department office and is like i'm here i'm here what can i do and april's hiding under the table because she accidentally deleted all the files <laughs> all of them pull the jerry yeah and uh so andy's response is well you did the right thing by calling me <laughs> and hiding under this table uh but we'll fix this we'll <laughs> fix it and uh as somebody who grew up uh playing a lot of nintendo um, you know, Andy's method of fixing a technology problem is in line with how I was trained. Blow on it mm-hmm. and hit it. And uh, so he blows on the monitor because he still doesn't understand how the computer works. He blows on the monitor and then slaps it off the desk. It's like, now try it. And uh, that did nothing. Oh, the files are in the computer. Yeah. Um, you can read minds. And, uh, and so then the next time it comes back to them, they are panicking and Andy's like, look, we just have to go and change everything about our lives. Go to a new town, burn off our finger, fingerprints, swap faces if necessary. Uh, really (laughs) all because, all because of this mistake that you made the the worst, most terrible (laughs) mistake in the entire world. Yeah. But other than that, we'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. He's trying to help, but it's not, doesn't sound super helpful. Um, and so. Uh, they then say, all right, well, what would we do in a scenario where we have to start over? And they make a list of jobs um, and included on the jobs are like veterinarian and that kind of stuff. And then all of Andy's jobs are like police officer, FBI agent, all things in line with the Burke, Bert Macklinisms of Andy Dwyer. Um, and while they're making the list, Donna comes uh, to the office to basically fix everything because Donna has so much experience. And so Andy is confident that that Donna can be the one to save the day. Donna shows up, sits down behind her desk, clicks a couple things, and then fixed it. <laughs> and that's it. It was so easy. And uh, a- April is 
you're totally shocked. Like, how did you do this? And he's like, well, because Jerry deletes everything all the time. So I have a secret backup. (laughs) Backup (laughs) system for the win. Yeah. You know what? If you don't back up your files, I have I have no pity for you when your when your computer crashes. Back up your backups. Yeah. If you have one backup, you have zero backups. If you have two backups, you have one backup. So you got to have backups, guys. Get get on that. Then you're back to one backup, which is zero backups. Yeah. So then get another backup. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. This, uh, this, so on the this on the, the on the by backblaze. <laughs> 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 on the sheet uh, of places to live, um, I don't know if you, you saw that, but there was uh, included places like uh, Germany. Well, not like it included Germany, Greenland, Australia, the moon, uh, Winterfell, uh, Montana, South Africa with initials DMB following because that's where Dave Matthews is from. Oh, Russia after, after crossing out USSR, Chicago, Florida, the Everglades, Jamaica, Pegasus, New Caprica. That's a deep <laughs> cut from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, <laughs> not the one, uh, not the US one. Uh, Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, Montego, Kokomo, <laughs> Amazon Village, which I don't know because right after that says Seattle, so I don't know if that meant like Amazon like headquarters or like a village in the Amazon. And Burley's house on Lake Michigan, Andrew Burleson, and the guitarist of Four Mouse Rat, yes, <laughs> which he oh. comes up later, which is amazing. So yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. I do love the um, the fact that they list all the places from Kokomo. As places to live. And I just recently learned that Kokomo is not a real place. In that song. (laughs) No, it's a Disney movie. No, that's Coco. Oh. Kokomo is a Beach Boy song. And Kokomo is a made up place that that they want to go. Have you not heard this representative of the, Oh no, I'm very familiar with the song. It was on the, it was on repeat during the nineties on uh, KUBE Mark's moment of mush. Anytime somebody wanted to call in and make a dedication to somebody that they had a crush on. They always played Kokomo for like, it seemed like weeks when that song first came out. Yep. It was like nine 30 every night, just glued to that radio. Like I was in the 1950s. See if somebody would finally send me a Coco message. (laughs) <laughs> that's i'm not sad i uh still, I was ex- still waiting mark <laughs> i was exposed to that song um much like covid <laughs> did, did you and, get a vaccine uh i wish in my uh elementary music class miss lettuce real name would mm-hmm. have us sing songs right it's a music class and so we'd sing things like yellow sure. submarine put me in coach um, you know, fun songs for kids. And then uh, Kokomo. Rally around the family. Yeah. Kokomo. And, and Kokomo. Uh, and, you know, it was about like going to tropical places in my brain. You know, like, uh-huh. that's what this is about. But it's not about that. It's about mm-hmm. like, it's about basically like about sexy times. <laughs> like going to all these sexy time yes. places. <laughs> it's like sandals. <laughs> for it. <laughs> <laughs> and like hot, 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 <laughs> hot, hot, hot. I, at, you know, as an adult, I go, I look back on my music education, uh, and I am just surprised that nobody called Ms. Lettuce out on this garbage. <laughs> She's playing right? like sexy times music for like third graders. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna sing the song. Sure. Ooh. To to our parents. <laughs> <laughs> At the annual concert. <laughs> at, a, at a recital. Yeah. 
that make a good podcast like all the all the songs we grew up with thinking they were one thing but it ended <laughs> up being a different one yeah and also but, bad lyrics too like hold me close tony danza you know things like that i think that would be that'd be the fun misheard the misheard lyric yeah yeah that would be fun but anyway so uh so yeah so donna fixes it and all is well huzzah later on they will be celebrating things spoiler leslie is ultimately going to win they're celebrating things and uh to set up for the next season um april points out that all the things that were listed on andy's jobs were related to law enforcement and so it gives us a an inkling of what could be in andy's future which is exciting so robocop yeah oh man that was also a cartoon for children (laughs) right what the heck the actual robocop movie is disgusting (laughs) so yeah but hey hey children no it's a cute robot who blows people away so it's trying uh, to uphold law and order yeah do do what you can do what you can all right so let's go back to the main uh the main arc of this episode is the getting ready to get everybody voted and celebrate a victory and so it starts off with leslie and her team um kind of talking through the evening and uh you know leslie is very stressed and uh, you know on the verge of a nervous breakdown through all this and tries to eat her bagel with cream I just, cheese i just throw this out because this is so stupid i was trying to think of another ridiculous like movie from that time era and mm-hmm. that would have been made a terrible cartoon and i couldn't remember the name of it and then you started talking i was like ah, i can't do it now but the movie that i was trying to think of was total recall which <laughs> then i just realized like i didn't have in the moment so that that made it even <laughs> twice as funny <laughs> totally oh man <laughs> anyway continue (laughs) bagel and cream cheese (laughs) i would have watched the heck out of total recall the cartoon by the way but whatever you know keep keep going i have i actually have never seen total recall but uh oh man i'm glad you think it could make a good cartoon entertaining cartoon um yeah so uh yeah so they're at the the uh at jj's diner apparently basically and um yeah leslie accidentally eats her phone with cream cheese on it uh, she's having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And then Tom gets up to tell everybody the party's going to be in the Jermaine Jackson ballroom at Par- Pawnee Super Suites. <laughs> um, and uh, and he's upset with Ben because Ben vetoed the idea of making it a pimps and hoes pajama party. Uh, so, oof. Um, and uh, yeah. So then Tom also says this is important because this is the night that Ann and I are going to get back together um, because it was a dream that he had that was so real. It had to be true. Um, it included Drake, the T-Mobile girl, uh, Blue Ivy Carter, uh, and eventually Anne in this dream saying, we're getting back together tomorrow night. And so, yeah, so he's pretty excited. And uh, so then it cuts to a elementary school, apparently, where they're voting, you know, where in-person voting is happening in Washington state where we live. There is really no in-person voting. We get our ballots in the mail and we mail them and we've been doing this for years and it works wonderfully. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love voting this way. What if, what if all of America could vote this way? How cool would that be? Pretty you cool. would have the machine saying, are you sure? 
It'd be pretty cool, making it a lot easier for people to vote because voting is important. <laughs> but da, it's so da, hard. Da, da. <laughs> um, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, yeah, so Bobby and Leslie are getting together to you know, remind everybody to vote. Um, and, uh, and you know, it doesn't matter who they're voting for. The mat- What matters is that they vote. And Bobby's like, man, she's so smart. That's why I'm voting for her. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughs and Bobby doesn't understand why they're laughing. And Leslie's like, well, they're laughing because you said you're voting for me. And he's like, oh, I am. You can't vote for yourself. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I don't know. I like I totally believe that a Bobby Newport person would think voting for himself would be illegal. So. Right. Um, but at least but at least he's not the rich guy that's like can thinks he can like do anything he wants just because he's rich. Like he actually still has ethics, which is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I, I, I agree. Bobby does seem to be ethical, uh, except for trying to hold the town hostage in the debate. But if I win, but I can convince them to stay. <laughs> so, um, not totally ethical. That was just, that, that was his dad talking. He didn't, he probably thought that was a really good idea. Like he didn't yeah. know any better. He didn't, as we know, he doesn't know very much because he's flummoxed <laughs> by the boom microphone in this scene. Uh, <laughs> just like, what is that thing? Uh, so it's it, called it, a dead cat. Is that what it's called? The, well, the, the cover, the fuzzy cover over top of the, the microphone itself is called a, a dead cat. Well, that's disturbing. Why yeah, he pets it? That? That's why he goes. Rawr, rawr. I, I don't know, because doesn't he say like, it's like a cat. No, I don't. I don't. Maybe he didn't. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's fine. While Ben and Leslie are doing their press conversation, uh, Ben and or not Ben and Leslie, Bobby and Leslie, and then Ben and Jen are talking. And Jen's like, "Hey, you did a great job. I barely tried here, and Leslie came all the way back into this race. And uh, my bosses think you did a really great job. We'd like you to come and run a congressional campaign for us, uh, in based out of DC and." Uh, Ben's like, oh, what? No way. And so then he's like, I'll think about it. Um, So while that's happening um, at Campaign HQ, Chris comes to talk to Anne to ask her an important question, essentially saying like he confesses to Anne. Yesterday, I hooked up with Jen a bunch. And uh, and he's like, is that a good idea or a bad idea? (laughs) And Anne's like, it doesn't really matter. The campaign's over. And but and. Chris is like, okay, great. And he bolts it out of the office. <laughs> he just takes off <laughs> to go find Jen again. Um, so that, that anytime Chris runs in this show, it's like at full speed and it is wonderful. Right. So it's like, he's out. He only has one speed. Yeah. Go, go, go. Cause if you stop, you die. Um, and, uh, and so they go, uh, so he takes off and then, uh, Leslie and Ben are talking like, you know, talking about the needing the speeches and all this different stuff. And like, if I tie, I love, she's like, if I tie, you need to write a tie speech for me, something about the poetic nature of democracy and how I'm going to fight this from my prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> I just love this idea that a tie in the event of a tie between a man and a woman, the woman goes to prison. <laughs> As it has been written. Yeah. It's town law. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then 
Leslie asks about what Jen was talking about and Ben kind of blows it off and he's like, well, where, where's a good place to buy jeans? <laughs> and uh, you have uh, plenty of jeans. <laughs> so not then, fooling anybody. Yeah. Ben's a terrible liar, which is uh, a consistent thing throughout this whole show, which is great. Um, so he tells her like that uh, Jen offered a job working for a congressional campaign. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, Leslie's like, that's exciting, but what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. We got to think about it. And so they're like, all right, let's just let this day happen. And then we'll think about it. We'll talk about it over. Um, and so then Leslie goes to vote and, uh, Bobby, (laughs) you know, she's like having this solemn moment where she, you know, uses that, uh, puncture thing for the voting booth that Indiana did, I guess. Um, creating a hanging chad which probably was what led to the tie and the recount and all that stuff um it's a butter so, it's called a butterfly ballot it's it's dumb <laughs> fly away ballot it's so stupid there's got to be easier ways to vote um like i don't know mailing everybody the ballot uh, <laughs> so hey, it, would fund, it would also fund the post office <laughs> from the government the government funding itself what a good idea. Yeah, it's like it's a perpetual funding machine. Is every, that how those work? Every kind of election. So and mm-hmm. then, you know, there's more than, you know, the four-year election, there's elections all the time. So mail it, mail it out, and then hopefully it gets to where it needs to go because uh the USPS is doing great. Everybody says so. Everybody says so. <laughs> so while Leslie is voting, she's getting it figured out. And Bobby is like, Leslie, can you help me? I don't know how to do this. I got ink on my hands. The thing broke off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's having a hard time. And uh, so the ink Leslie... was the best part because there wasn't even a pen in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all like you, you, you poke <laughs> holes in the ballot. And where he how? found an ink pen, <laughs> I don't know. He did it to so, himself, man. Um, <laughs> so great. Yeah. Paul Rudd. So Paul Rudd is a delight in this episode. And uh, and so, yeah, so then voting happens and then they're at the Jermaine Jackson ballroom at the Pawnee Super Suites. Um, and uh, <laughs> Anne is like, hey, I know you're going to be super stressed out. And or well, no, I went too far. So the first ballots come in and Pert Happily uh, is saying, you know, the precincts just closed. And right now we have a commanding lead from Brandy With one One per- percent in. <laughs> One percent in Brandy Max has six votes <laughs> and uh, Bobby had two and Leslie had one. <laughs> it's like a commanding lead. Uh, and so Leslie immediately like, oh, great. Now, yeah, I mean, like, Bobby's not going to beat me. Brandy Max is going to beat me, the porn star. Um, and so Leslie uh, is, is freaking out and Anne calls her over to like, hey, we're, I've got some things to help you work out this stress. Uh, and we'll see that in a moment, uh, what that's going to be. A couple um, other things real quick on the ballot were also, so some of the other candidates on the ballot were uh, Fawn, uh, P-H-O-N-D-U, Fondue, uh, Martin Lockheed, and Tina Nabisco. <laughs> so little little things to keep your eye out if you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Tina Nabisco. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love the names that they have throughout this <laughs> this whole series. It's so good. Um yeah, so then we see uh, Ron at the bar getting uh, getting some drinks, and uh, Ron throughout this episode is the voice of wisdom. Is kind of his role, um, and so he's at the bar, and Jerry comes and is like, "Hey, I hand out a thousand leaflets today, personal best." Now I got to go vote, and Ron's like, uh, 
ballots are closed because uh, Jerry thought they closed at eight and they actually closed at six. Uh, and so now Jerry is super stressed and he's like, what, am, what, what, what's going to happen? And Ron's response is, hope Leslie doesn't lose by one vote. <laughs> and so, <laughs> oh, just and that one Ro- little, one little mind bug in there. This is going to eat away at him all, all, all evening. Yeah. And as he says that, it's a razor thin and purred on the TV is like, it's razor thin and getting razor thinner. <laughs> uh so so laser thin like what what's thinner it's it's gonna be thin thin so so then chris goes chris goes and finds jen uh and uh and they find a supply room with a futon uh and they do their thing um (laughs) and uh the office is at the camp at the bobby campaign headquarters and People are staring at them like, what are you guys doing? And and Jen's just like, oh, we're getting supplies. Does anybody need any pushpins? Okay. Close the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so then we see what Anne set up for Leslie was uh, boxing to work out some of the angst. And they're going for it and they don't know if they're doing a good job. And Leslie's like, oh, I'm so tired. How long was that? 22 seconds, which is accurate because <laughs> boxing is exhausting. So, uh, have you yeah, ever I know. tried like one to time box? I went, oh, yeah, when I went, like, so there's a, like a family entertainment thing and I tried mm-hmm. to hit that and I was like the little, the little punching bag that comes down mm-hmm. and I hit it that one time and I was tired for the rest of the day. <laughs> so I won, tough. so I'm kind of the champion. So I don't know. But it's a competition against you and the boxing bag that just goes right back up. Is that the victory you had? Yeah, but I'm still undefeated. So. So the the game didn't beat you. I get a belt, I think, somewhere. I'm still waiting. Where can I buy jeans? Uh, you have plenty of jeans. So, um, yeah, boxing is just super exhausting. Have you boxed? Are you a boxer? I I've never like you know officially boxed. I'm kind of like the Jake Paul of my office. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> no, I've never, but I have. Uh, used boxing gloves and like done like speed bag you know and yeah. the the gloves are so heavy at the end of your arms you know it's like that extra weight just at the very end of your arms like really works your whole body it's exhausting i can't, I can't even make my arms work no it's terrible so and then like if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of it you've got the gloves on it's like i guess mm-hmm. I, do i just pee i see how and this then, goes and then they said, you can't come back, Jason. So that was weird. That was um, the end of your your career. Yep. Uh, and Yel- so- yellow gloves. <laughs> Old yellow gloves. Like, there's, so, like, there's just like silver, like the silver glove boxing. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, so Anne and, and Leslie talk about this whole Ben thing. And Leslie's like, I want him to stay here because we've never had a normal relationship. We've been doing this campaign as long as we've been together um and then uh but Anne's like you can work it out and then leslie gets an alert that uh the elect some election results have come in and uh she can't access her phone because of the gloves and so Anne reads it for her and uh 20 in and bobby newport is up by 140 votes and so they're like all right let's keep doing this boxing thing and they go another eight seconds is the commitment and she does one swing and is too tired <laughs> so um yeah then Ben comes to the bar where Ron is stationed and orders a gin and tonic. And Ron tells him, uh, tells Dana, the bartender, to belay that order. 
and instead get a Lagavulin neat because clear alcohols are for rich women on diets. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then Ben tells uh, Ron, like, what's going on? It's like, Jen offered me this job. I don't know what I should do. Leslie wants me to stay. Um, and Ron then says, you know, I've never been one for new anything. Uh, and he lists all the things that he's been doing forever. He's had the same haircut since 1978, driven the same car since 1991, uh, used the same wooden comb for three decades. He has one bowl. Uh, so like Ron <laughs> likes routine. And uh, um, and so, but then he says, you and Leslie like to run off cliffs and jump into the unknown. I think you'll be fine um, because you have a good relationship. And uh, and so, um, yeah, so here's some wisdom from Ron. For Ben, which is uh, encouraging. Although, the, although Ron Ron did part his hair on the other side for a while, he did, um, and he had he, cornrows. Yeah, but that was a bad influence. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, that was because of his uh, terrible ex-wife Tammy. Uh, and then Perd gives an update on the television with seventy-four percent of the precincts reporting Leslie Nope is now winning by one hundred ninety-two votes. And Jerry is like Ooh. thanking God, uh, and he's praying and he's like, "Let her win, please, Lord, please, Lord, let her win, please, let her win." Um, and so uh, then it cuts to the um, Leslie and Ben talking. Um, and essentially, Leslie saying, "Like I know this has been crazy." Uh, but when all this is over, I just want to have dinner with you like normal people. And Ben's like, okay, I won't go. And it was like that easy because Ben also wants to have a, re a good relationship with Leslie and he wants to be on board with like, they're both in this together, which is so great. So great. Right. But yeah, we uh, get as this wonderful moment comes in, we get the, uh, the final votes are are counted uh and Perd tells us it's been neck and neck too close to call all night but now we're ready to make a call in the race for city council bobby newport scion of sweetums candy empire and amateur go-kart champion has won the race <laughs> uh so and uh that's Leslie, all that's all he can claim like, like that's his resume because he's yep. done nothing yep so um yeah so they uh leslie is laughing and uh because her dream is dead and uh, and that's that's that commercial break would happen right here and uh, on television. And it comes back to Ben coming into the election officials office, demanding a recount because over 21 votes, uh, it, the one it was only won by 21 votes. And so it demands a recount. And Jen is just over it. She's like, just concede. Let, please don't do this. Um, and trying to convince to not do the recount. Uh, Jen offers uh, Leslie, then Vice President Joe Biden's home phone number. <laughs> And Leslie, well, let's think about this for a minute. So, um, <laughs> no, hang on. <laughs> no, hang on. Uh, and so Ben's like, you're not thinking clearly. We need to restart the, we need to do the recount and please start it immediately. And the commissioner is like, yes, you're right. Keep your phones on. And so they go to do the recount. Um, and uh, while they're waiting, um, <clears throat> uh, nobody can find Leslie. And so Ron, though, because he is the voice of wisdom, he knows where Leslie is. And he goes to city council uh, chambers. And there he tells her, um, you know, we she's saying, like, I'm never going to get to sit in this chair. And Ron's like, you don't know that. 
Um, and she feels bad because all her friends work so hard and, and now she's going to lose. And Ron is like, we didn't do this to get glory for ourselves. We did this because we want to support you because you're our friend. We care about you. Um, and Aww. that, that's what, <laughs> that's what you do when you care about someone, you support them win, lose or draw as Louis Anderson would say. That's, that's the title of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Of, the, it is. of this episode. Here, right yeah, there. It's all coming together. And, uh, crazy. So the men runs, what a coincidence. Like, you know, he, it's totally a coincidence. Ron has convinced, uh, Leslie here and he's like, all right, let's go back to the party, but you drive. I've had 11 whiskeys. So here's, here's the situation. Ron drove there, <laughs> right? Or did he walk right. there? <laughs> so, uh, you know, whiskeys eight, nine, and ten might not have kicked in yet. I don't know. No, maybe. Okay. Just, based I'm just based on Leslie's uh, alcohol chart that she gave Ron, <laughs> right. he probably should not be driving. Yeah, but I do see this as a a moment of personal growth for Ron as well, though. Like, yes, it seems like he drove there, but now he's acknowledging, like Leslie, I need your help because <laughs> I should not right. drive back. <laughs> I shouldn't have gotten here in the first place. However, this happened shouldn't have. Um, and so Ben, uh, when Leslie gets back, um, Ben is saying, Hey, they're going to do the final results any minute. Uh, and they're in this side room and Leslie's like, I got something for you and open it up. And it is a miniature figurine of the Washington monument. And Ben knows exactly what this bizarre code means in Leslie's brain is you should go and take the job. Uh, and, uh, and Ben is like, are you sure about this? And Leslie's like, yeah, we should, you should. And we'll come see you. And We'll make out all over Washington. It'll great. It'll be great. Um, and so they commit to do this. And uh, and then Ben asks, like, where did you get this on at midnight on a Tuesday? And Leslie points out she has 50 of them in her office. And at this mm -hmm. point, Anne comes in right with some intense news. And she says the recount's over. It's still 21 votes. But you won, mm. Leslie. And <gasps> uh, yeah shock what this is probably so, my least favorite part of the an episode <laughs> another recount it should be right unless they so it's just, well within the margin yeah unless they just did the second recount right away to say like oh wow it's 21 votes again who knows they should just say the whole election was rigged and uh you know put in their own electors to verify the votes uh, and then have people storm the Pawnee City Hall. It worked really well last time. That's really ridiculous, man. <laughs> I know that would never happen. What is this, a comedy? That's, I mean, I, I, I know I know this is a comedy, but there's only so, I mean, you can't, it's not farce. It's not, you got to keep at least grounded in reality, I think, to make things somewhat, believable. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. If it gets too far away, it just it just gets ridiculous and takes people out of the show. I feel so. <laughs> yeah, too well, too far, man. Too far. Sorry, my bad. Uh, you know, the show's already written. I don't have to augment it. Uh, and so that's true. Yeah. The next next insurrection. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so Leslie wins, and they're having a big party, and you hear Mouse Rat playing "Catch Your Dream," and uh, the balloons fall from the <laughs> ceiling, and all the things. And that you've got a little shot of Bobby giving his concession speech. And he's just say, saying, I've never been more relieved in my life. 
cut to Jerry saying <laughs> I didn't ruin it. <laughs> so he's also very relieved. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, Jen and Ben are talking and Ben saying, I'm going to take the job. And Jen is actually is excited for him and it's going to be great. And then, um, and then she says, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to Chris. And, uh, and points out that he's just right over there and he's like, Oh, he, he looks busy and she leaves. Um, and, uh, and then Chris congratulates Ron because now that Leslie has won, Ron can take the assistant city manager job. But then Ron says, I'm going to stay where I am because I like where I am. Doesn't like change. But you know who does like change? John Ralphio Saperstein, who appears out of nowhere like a so douche great. fairy. And he says, <laughs> he's just out of nowhere. He's like, wow, what is your deal? Um, and uh, he says he's got somebody a, talked about a job. There's a job opening. And yeah. so he disappears. Yeah. And uh, because yeah. guess who got two thumbs and was just cleared from insurance fraud. <laughs> he got off on a technicality. <laughs> and uh, and then he's like, what's the job I'm in? And Chris is like, there's no job for you. He's like, good call. I'm out. Good call. Um, Go with your gut. So, uh, yeah, so then, uh, Ben and Leslie are talking and, uh, Ben, uh, gives her the victory speech and, uh, Leslie's like, when I'm emotionally ready, I want to read the concession speech. And then Ben, because he's just got all the, all the confidence in, in Leslie in the world tells her he never wrote a concession speech. And as we'll find out, it doesn't look like he finished a victory speech either. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so the, uh, the speech, uh, Leslie goes up and gives a speech talking about how they're going to make a great, great city and all this stuff. But it ends uh, early here. And then Leslie kind of just improvises um, and talks about how they're going to be a uh, great city together. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and uh, then they party. And uh, so the credit scene, you know, Tom and uh, Anne are drunk. And Anne's like, Tom, we should totally get back together. And Tom's like, this was my dream. And they <laughs> talk happened. about, he calls himself Nostra Thomas. Uh, and, uh, and then Anne says, we should move in together. Or Tom says, we should move in together. And Anne's like, absolutely. And they're like, no take backs. And so they're into this whole thing together. And then Andy talks about how he's got it. This great year has been so good. His hot wife. Good job. Uh, great job. Hot wife jackpot good job me <laughs> so he's congratulating himself for <laughs> surviving yeah. essentially uh and then uh the uh leslie tells everybody hey we're gonna go to jj's for victory waffles and then we're staying up all night talking about our lives and our feelings and uh and everybody's like huzzah let's go let's do this and then ron says jerry forgot to vote <laughs> <laughs> right there at the end so the voice of wisdom ron swanson <laughs> I love Ron just at the end. That was probably his, you know, 15th log of one. So yeah, Jerry forgot to vote. So he finally has let down his, uh, his, his guard. <laughs> Jerry forgot to vote. Uh, yeah. So this is a fun episode. The only, the worst part is when Ann comes in and tells her like it's 21 votes and you win this time. And I, that all just felt. Yeah. We skipped over so, that. Why? Like what? contrived. What? Just the way, just the way she presented it, like Jeremy. I, you, you'd said that before, but you didn't really yeah. talk about how. It just felt why, like why you felt that it was, was trying to be. It, it felt like it was just trying to be too, uh, too emotional, uh, pulling. You know, like it's 
It's trying to make you feel something. And I don't need to feel something right now. You just say, like, hey, Leslie, you won. And the way it zoomed in on Leslie at that moment where she thought she was going to lose again, is like, she already thought she lost. So she smiles. Yeah, I don't know. I just it just felt really inauthentic to parks and recreation to me. Like, I don't know. But the rest of the show I loved. I loved it. Oh, that's good. I was going to say, because, I mean, I guess we could quit. <laughs> I guess well, we could quit this episode. Okay. Like, oh, like our, our podcast episode? The season? <laughs> yeah. So put, put a pin in it. Season four. I mean, everybody is set up at the end of the season, which I like in a in a interesting direction. Because Leslie's going to start her can't her new role as city, as city councilor. Ben's got this new campaign. Uh, Andy potentially looking for a new job. You know, there's all these mm-hmm. ideas that are out there. So like the next season, you can like if this show didn't come back after the season, it's like, oh, look, they all are taking next steps. Right. But now that it right. does right. come back, it's like, look, like we get to watch what that journey is. So there were a lot of there was a lot of episodes in this in this season, I feel. Uh, I don't have 22. the exact number. 22 is the exact number. So just super fast because uh, we're, we, you know, for us, that was that was pretty quick. Um, what what was your favorite episode? Would you say during season four? And I don't want to read all all 22 of them, um, but some of the standouts for some people were the Ron and Ron and Tammy's. Uh, we had Pawnee Rangers, uh, End of the World, where Andy and April go see the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, The Trial of Leslie Nope, Citizen Nope. Um, yeah, Bowling for Votes. I didn't, that yeah, was okay. Um, let's see, kind of skipping a bunch of these other ones in the middle. The debate was really funny. Um, and then we kind of get into the end, win, lose, or draw. What would you say, you know, there's there's a lot of other ones in there, but they weren't, you know, as strong as some of those, I'd say. Yeah. You know, if I... If you choose am, any of those, you're wrong. Oh, I really, really like End of the World. Mm-hmm. I think that may be my favorite, as I'm looking over the episode list, that may be my favorite. Uh, and then my least favorite would be Bowling for Votes. Or Dave Returns. I don't really like that one either. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Yeah, I, that's why I paused, you know, scrolling through at the end of the world. I just thought that was one of those, I think, if I remember correctly, that didn't really push the, the story forward a huge amount as far as, but I mean, there was like things kind of ended and pushed us, um, kind of ended 720. Um, that was the one with the cult, which was amazing. Yeah. And uh, Andy and April kind of take a, a big leap as, as being a couple and kind of going out and doing some stuff. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So Checking um, things off yeah, Andy's I, I really, bucket list. I, yeah, that was so. it was great. Um, I did. I did like when the. Kind of the arc, I did like this arc, I like the season for the campaign arc because it 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 gave us something to do, gave the, the parks people something to do. And then Leslie has, uh, you know, as the kind of the leader of the parks department, now that she's a council person, you know the stakes get a little bit higher versus just like more of season two and three, just kind of trying to figure out do all these wacky one-offs that were kind of happening. So now we right. have a real clear, you know, direction for the show in a way, or at least for these, these characters. And, and it, it gets more and more clear. I mean, season three is still probably the best season, but I think this is like one of the biggest arcs that uh, helped you know, push, push these characters forward. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. It was good. Listener, what was your favorite episode from this season? And you can send us an email at send an email to parksandconversation at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you about season four, favorite episode, least favorite episode. Um, and uh, also, listener, tell your friends about this show, would you? There's another little upstart with a guy named Rob Lowe. He's, he thinks he's a big deal. He's doing a mm-hmm. thing about parks and, and recreation, too, for some reason. I don't understand it. But, uh, you know, let people know. And also, we're still waiting for our uh, nemesis shows. So keep telling, you know, call call out Mark Marin and whoever else. Uh, and, you know, we're and, talking and trash Rob, and about Rob Lowe, I guess. Here. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Rob Lowe can handle it. <laughs> sure. So. Um, you will literally run over here and <laughs> handle it. It's actually a really good show. I really appreciate the show. But um, yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah. So if I, if, <laughs> anyway, it's like it's like it's like Bobby Newport. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna listen to us, you should listen to that. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna vote for me, you should vote for Leslie. <laughs> I think there's enough room for at least two parks and recreation podcasts in people's lives. At least two. Okay. And I think we should be one after of them. that, though, so. and then mm-hmm. allow parks and recollection that's, to uh, to be the other one. So such a good that's a good name. You know what? I was I'm still super proud of our name. <laughs> I think it's a great name. <laughs> it's true because it, it yeah. fits exactly what we do because we talk about stuff. <laughs> so it's parks and yeah. conversation. And uh, and yeah. so there's it because they worked on the show. They're remembering stuff. So it's parks and recollection. It works. They both work. And I think they both work well together yeah companion <laughs> podcast almost yeah sure sure yeah anyway all right jeremy all right this has been enough tomfoolery right season five coming, coming up next man next episode next episode miss snoke goes to washington oh man all right well then so, i will awesome. uh book my airfare to washington as well to uh then talk about it so Sounds good. I'll see you. I'll see you there. All right. Talk to you later.